Good morning. Today is Sunday, August 16, 2020. There's an interesting detail of the laws of keeping kosher. The Talmud says, the Gemara says, that we are not allowed to eat fish and meat together. And the Gemara specifically says that this is a health requirement, that it is unhealthy to have fish and meat together. And this is a required aspect of keeping kosher today. So there's a fundamental question with this. The Talmud has a lot of health-related instructions, and we are, of course, required to follow health-related instructions. We've been talking about that for months. But the question is, as a general rule, when it comes to health matters, we define what is required and not required based on current medical opinion. For example, a few decades ago, once the concerns about smoking reached a consensus within the medical world that smoking was unhealthy, then smoking became prohibited. Before that, it was not prohibited. The problem is, I am not aware of any current medical reason to contraindicate meat and fish together. So if we were going to use the normal rule that we follow current medical advice, it's hard for me to understand why this particular practice should still be applicable. So I don't have an answer to this question. If you ever come up with an answer to this question, I would love to hear it. But the bottom line is, this is the halacha. We are required to do this if we keep kosher. No fish and meat together. It's interesting that there are some groups of Jews who do not eat fish and dairy together. That means no cheese and fish together. Which, in my own personal opinion, is a real shame because it means that you cannot make excellent salmon risotto, which requires Parmesan cheese at the end. Okay, but we all make sacrifices. It's interesting that this practice of no fish and dairy is based on a line in the Zohar, which is the principal work of Jewish mysticism, that says we may not eat fish and cheese together. Now, that is observed today by some Hasidim and some Svardim, but it is not observed by Ashkenazim, and it raises two interesting questions. Number one, um, should we base Jewish law and practice on Kabbalah, on Jewish mysticism? So, um, in general, within the Hasidic world and the, and the Sephardic world, there is more of a trend to do so. Within the Ashkenazic world, there is less of a trend to do so. Kabbalah is Jewish mysticism. Halacha, Jewish practice, is separate. The other interesting idea about this is that there is a suggestion by some major halakhic authorities that that line in the Zohar is a misprint. It should read fish and meat. By accident, it says fish and, and, and uh, dairy. Okay, be that as it may, 
Some people observe that it is not required. Ashkenazim do not observe that. Coming back to fish and meat, there is a common application of this prohibition that contains several important lessons for us, especially today. And the common application of this is Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce contains anchovies, which are fish. And the question is, it contains only a small amount of anchovies. Is the amount of fish butel in the larger mixture of the sauce? Butel means it becomes nullified through insignificance. For example, and this is something that's agreed to by everybody. Let's say you take a small amount of milk and you dilute it in a large amount of water. Now, if the amount of milk is less than one sixtieth of the volume of water, then the milk is inconsequential. It's batel, and the entire mixture is still considered parav. That means that you're allowed to put that mixture into a pot of meat, into a pot of chicken soup, because the milk is as if it does not exist. What about fish? If you take a small amount of fish and it's less than one sixtieth of the overall amount of the liquid or the sauce, does it become nullified so that you can add the sauce to meat? Or do we say, no, even a small amount of fish, even less than one sixtieth, will still be prohibited in the final result. So, there are two opinions about that matter. One opinion says, famous phrase, we're going to come back to it later also, sakanta chamura meisura, which means when something is prohibited because it is unhealthy, the prohibition is more strict and more stringent than if it is prohibited because of a Torah prohibition. The Torah prohibits meat and milk together. If it's less than one sixtieth, the Torah does not prohibit it. But if it's something that is unhealthy, that is stricter than a prohibition, a ritual prohibition. And therefore, this opinion says that we are not allowed to have fish and meat together, even if the fish was already mixed less than one to sixty in another mixture before adding to the meat. That's the first opinion. The second opinion says, I agree with the principle that, a pro, that something that is unsafe is more strict than something that is prohibited according to the laws of the Torah. However, the special nature of this unhealthiness is such that if it is diluted 1 to 60, it's no longer unhealthy. And therefore, the 1 to 60 rule still applies. Different cautious organizations and different authorities follow different opinions. The OU follows the second, more lenient opinion. And therefore, you'll find the following interesting thing. 
there is a brand of Worcestershire sauce called Liam Perrin's. On Liam Perrin's Worcestershire sauce, which is certified kosher by the OU, you will see the symbol says OU fish. And that indicates that the amount of anchovies in the finished product is more than one sixtieth of the finished product. And the OU is saying, according to all opinions, that should not be used together with meat. However, there's another brand of Worcestershire sauce, also supervised by the OU, made by Heinz. Heinz Worcestershire sauce simply has an OU, no fish designation next to it. The reason for that is because the amount of anchovies in the Heinz sauce is less than 1 to 60, so the OU is saying it is permissible to use that brand with, with fish, but the other brand should not be with meat, I'm sorry, but the other brand should not be used together with meat. Regardless of which opinion you want to follow, the principle that underlies this is undisputed. Sakanta chamura meisura. What is unhealthy or dangerous to our safety or health is a more stringent prohibition than what is prohibited according to the other laws of the Torah. In other words, however cautious you are, however stringent you are about keeping kosher, or about observing Shabbos, or about being careful not to lie, you should be more cautious, more stringent, when something has a health requirement or a safety requirement. And for us today, the application is clear, which we've shared many times. The requirement to wear masks, the requirement for physical distancing, for hand washing, for following the rules on isolation and quarantine, those must be followed in a more strict fashion than the other laws of the Torah that we are strict about. I'm very happy to say that many Jews are following this and observing the laws of staying safe and acting in a healthy manner even more stringently than observing prohibitions. And that is what the halacha is and that is what should be done. Sadly, many Jews are not doing this. Many Jews are looking for loopholes or openly violating these health requirements while at the same time being scrupulous about keeping kosher, about observing Shabbos. Such behavior is hypocritical and it is in violation of the clear halacha in the Gemara, in the Talmud. And I would wish that all Jews would review the laws of fish and meat together to remind themselves that that requirement is more strict than kosher and non-kosher, than meat and milk mixed together. And I also urge you to make salmon risotto. It is an excellent, excellent dish. My friends, I want to wish you a great day 
And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.